This is the city. The city of Absalom. The city at the center of the world. Absalom is celebrating the Radiant Festival, a three-month festival of epic proportions held once every hundred years. The celebration attracts all types. Tourists, performers, merchants, inventors, as well as unsavory types, petty thieves, gangs, cults, and criminal enterprises. That's where we come in. We protect and serve. We are the agents of Edgewatch. Hey everyone, welcome to Rule for Combat Agents of Edgewatch. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glicker, and in this week's episode, they got the key. They got one hour to get into the vault, get the MacGuffin, and get out. How are they going to do it? I actually have no idea what the heck is going on anymore in this adventure. They are just making it up as I go along, and I'm along for the ride. Check it out. So intro is going to be really quick this week because I'm on vacation. That's right. I actually do take vacations. And when I do take vacations, things get crazy because I have to prepare every single episode weeks in advance, which is really hard. Let me tell you, I normally have to do two episodes a week, which takes up a huge amount of time. But if I go away for a week, then I got to do four episodes at once or six episodes at once. And man, it takes a huge amount of time to do six or even four episodes in one week. Heck, even doing two episodes a week is a tremendous amount of time. So it's nice on the vacation because I don't have to worry about anything. But oh man, it takes a lot of effort for me to get these together. Anyhow, a few things. Battles Your Best Story for 5th edition is out. That's right, it is out now. And Battlezoo for Pathfinder is out. And they're printing up the books as we speak. So hopefully we should get those into your hands in, well, probably April at this time because it's coming from China and I have no idea. It's, it's very up in the air when the books will end up in the warehouse. But I am getting the books. And if you order just the Battlezoo Bestiary and nothing else, then you will get the book right away. Otherwise, you just have to wait for everything. I mean, you have the PDF, but we're going to ship everything together. But the Dragon Book is nearly done, too. In fact, we're just going through and finalizing it. I'm going away, and then as soon as I come back, I'm going to do the layout of the Dragon Book. And it should go pretty quick, because half the book is lore, and half the book is just ancestries. And ancestries are pretty easy to lay out, and lore is very easy to lay out so this should go quickly i hope so in fact the battle zoo bestiary 5e book i did well the monsters took forever the monsters took weeks to lay out but the second part the monster part system i did that in just a few days so i could actually crank on the layout and this is probably one of the easier books to lay out so i should be able to get it done very quickly and then it goes through a lot of rounds of proofreading and more proofreading and then more proofreading and then poof, we release it. So there we go. And then Indigo Isles. Oh my God, Indigo Isles. I kind of like am losing my mind because this is going to be the biggest book. <laughs> I can't even get over. This thing is so big. It's up to almost 200,000 words. That's the adventure itself. That's approximately 400 pages, and that's just the adventure. So it is going to be 
big and we just made it really big because what I like to do is just, you know, I put in everything for the GM. I do hate it when I'm running adventures and I just don't have information. And the reason is because sometimes you might say something and then later it ends up hurting you, especially for an adventure path. The other thing that makes this one much larger than usual is because it's a linked adventure path, which really is turning out to be a lot of extra work, even for my authors who have done a million adventure paths, because they just don't do it that way. You know, they write each individual adventure path separately, and then they're just kind of loosely linked together, or it's the editor's job to kind of make them, you know, link to each other, but really they're not. But in this adventure path, Everything that happens in the first, second, and third book are all interconnected. So there's a lot of connective tissue. It's one gigantic adventure. And no one does it quite like this. And now I can see why. Because it is really, really, really hard. <laughs> That's why you don't do it. But I don't care because I find that it's going to be worth it in the end. The other thing is that we have so much artwork on this book. Every single NPC. If you see an NPC, I got a portrait for them. I do hate that when you get an adventure path and it's like, okay, here's the 10 NPCs you're going to see. And then, like, they give you the portraits for two or three of them. And then I'm like, great. And then they're going to go find art for the other seven. And the other thing that drives me crazy is that, oh, you know what I'll do? I'll buy the VTT. And then I buy the pre-made module for, like, Foundry or Roll20. And then they don't put art in those either. What they do is they just put a little token with the name of the character. And that drives me crazy. I'm like, oh, come on, man. I don't like that. I want art for everything. So there's art. There's art for everything. If it's in the book, there's art for it. So this thing is just going to be gargantuan. Now, some of you are saying, you know what? I don't care about Adventure Path. I don't care, Steve. That's fine, because we're going to put out the Indigo Isles book as well. That is going to be a book all about the Indigo Isles. And right now I'm calling it the Player's Guide, but I'm going to change that. I'm not going to call it the Player's Guide, because really it's going to turn into a travel guide for the Indigo Isles, where we're going to have everything about the Indigo Isles as a PC. So all the new ancestries are going to be there, the history of the Indigo Isles, all this information about the islands themselves, the towns. That book is... Originally, I was going to put that in the adventure path, but I realized, yeah, this is going to be like a 600-page book if I do that. And more importantly, you don't want necessarily that information in the adventure path itself because this is something the players want. So I made the decision to turn that into its own separate book. So that is also going to be huge. So altogether, the Indigo Isles, although it was more expensive than the others, this is why. Because I knew this thing was going to turn into a mammoth, gigantic book where you can get just tons and tons of replayability from this thing. Or rather, not just the replayability, but you're going to get to play an adventure that will keep you busy for at least a year. I mean, this thing is really going to be complex detail and just awe-inspiring. And then you have the Indigo Isles book, which will give you all these different options. And it's not just like a small book where it's like, oh, here's one ancestry. Now, we have a lot of ancestries. There's going to be a whole section on the gods. And the gods is huge. It's a huge section. So it's just turning into another massive book. But now I've got Mark on board. Man, things are going fast because he is working full time and everything. So he's just cranking away. And then, and then, the next Kickstarter. That's right. Get ready. We're planning it for this summer. And this was the warm-up. I, I 
know it sounds insane because this was a very, very successful Kickstarter. And the amount of orders we've been getting even after it have been huge. The next one's bigger. Like, way bigger. This was just the warm-up. This was just to get everything in place, to sort of get the hang of things, to get fulfillment worked out, to get all of our artists in a row, to get all of our authors in a row. The next one is gigantic. You are not going to believe it when you see it. You're just going to find out a little bit more about the world of Alucard and Battle Zoo. I've actually been planning this for a very long time, so this isn't something that just came out of nowhere. I've been very carefully planning it. I wanted to do a test run, which is this one, just to make sure everything is good, and then we had a nice audience, and then we had everything worked out, and then we're going to do the real Kickstarter. Not that this isn't a real Kickstarter, but you'll see. It's the big one. And yeah, you know what? I don't even think we need show notes because that pretty much was show notes. All right, I'll do a quick show notes. Uh, there's no YouTube show this week because I am going away on vacation and I didn't really think I could do the YouTube show while I was away. The other thing is do check out the website. You can see Jason's column where he does a recap of every single episode. Do check out the Discord channel where you can play games and hang out with us. Do check out the Patreon where you can get the episodes early and chat with us live. In fact, we did something cool with Agents of Edgewatch. We didn't do a show. Instead, we just did an hour of us talking and answering questions from anyone who was there live. And we just did a live Q&A with the cast of Agents of Edgewatch. So if you were a patron, you too could have done that with us. And I like that so much, I think we're going to do that more often. I think we're going to do that with Three Ring Adventure and Agents of Edgewatch. Maybe every couple of months we'll just spend an hour just talking to the fans and not even play the game and just answer questions. And people are asking really good questions. They're asking about our play style, what our favorite parts of the adventure were, what our least favorite part of the adventure was. It was quite a fun time for everybody. But with that, let's get to this week's exciting episode. Uh, what do you think? Do you, do we just want to go? Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. All right, so so meet up with Low Man, go into the bathroom, hop in the bag. Seth Lipton is playing Gomez, a goblin elementalist sorcerer. Yep, and uh, hmm. I guess drink. I guess uh, like a coffee, a mocha coffee, espresso. Hell yeah! And a, and a couple snacks. Chris Beamer is playing Low Mang, an orc tiefling monk of the Crane style. With with a nice with, with that nice leaf design in the foam, yes. the nice leaf design in the foam, and and some croissant, <laughs> croissant with butter. Jumping into the bag of holding trick, Jason, it's coming in handy time and time again. I've like never done it before. Of those. Oh my god, I do it. I must be the only person. We used to do this in my games all the freaking time. Um, and now the old one, you would die, or you only had like a few rounds of air. This one, you right. actually have 10 minutes of air. So, and, um, Plenty of time. And then you could escape. It's easy. It's just a DC 13. So you could just get out whenever you want. It's almost, it's almost like too easy to get out, which is on purpose. So this way, it's like, why don't you just throw a monster in there? It's like, well, then they get right out. And it takes like a right, round. Right, right. So it doesn't really work like that. But, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess basically the thing we have to worry about is make sure... Make sure when you go down and actually see what it looks like, see the lay of the land, that uh, we can be someplace where they don't see us hop out of the bag and, right. and start the initiative too early, prematurely. 
that uh, not to make it even more complex, to make, not to make it too complex, but if we could do this, this would be really fucking good. There, the the guy who broke in was that wizard guy who wanted his own thing out of the vault, right? Oh, I don't know what... He, I can't remember his story. John Statz is playing Cadet Dougie McDougal, a human ruffian rogue. Yeah, my, um, my memory my memory was like, it was, it was Gage was... It, like he like he wanted access to the vault because he wanted his thing back, and Gage wasn't giving it to him back. Yeah, if I remember correctly, the the wizard guy who I'm assuming these attackers work for, uh, he like Gage was keeping something in the vault that was his. He wanted back, if I remember that correctly. Is that true? Yes. The story is is that he was a gambling addict. He put something very expensive in the vault. He lost a ton of money, and now Gage is keeping it as collateral till he gets his money back. All right. I, I don't know if the, I don't know if we could find out which you have no idea and even if you did you don't have the key to open up that yeah it, it, just a, just a, like it would be good if uh, if if we found it if we could blast it uh, to put to, to to frame to frame him to frame him you know because uh, when they when these guards wake up inside the vault like they'll know that they've been broken into uh, if we could put if we could pin that on the wizard, that would be awesome, but but to do that, we'd have to know which which box was his. Yeah, I mean, it's um, there's literally just hundreds of boxes with numbers, and it's it's a safety deposit box. You know, it's like there's just no way to know. You have no idea, and there's hundreds of them, so impossible to know. Wait, impossible to know what? It's impossible. You literally know one box, and that's yours. That's it. That's the only one you know, and you have a key to all the others. You don't know what's in any of them, and more importantly, you don't have the. You only have one key. It needs two keys to open each box, and it's you only have a key for one of the boxes, and that's yours. You have the master key, which is used to open the door itself. Don't forget. So, wait. Once inside the vault, do we know where to go? Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, we know for us. Yes. I don't know if you. I don't know if you were here for this, but it just the thought occurred me. Occurred to me on the line of framing the attackers for our heist. If we could find out and know what box that guy's box was, uh, and, and, oh, yeah. and, and like you know, and, and like never mind being like maybe just break it open just through force and uh, uh, and leave that evidence there. So when the question gets a, uh, arises, who broke in and why, it'd be on him and not us, and it would be it would cover our trail better. But I don't know if that's possible. Zero chance. There's zero chance. I mean, maybe right, so maybe with amazing detective work by Basil, if you spend time in there, he can maybe figure it out. But um, why don't you... It's a good idea. Why don't you keep it in the back of your mind and we'll see what happens. when she Basil could do it in well, six seconds. <laughs> Not well, six seconds, but he, he might be able to. When we, when we come back to investigate the crime as police... Oh my god. <laughs> now you're that's like, yeah, that's funny. That's funny. That's funny. You're like, oh, oh my god. wow, that is you guys are so corrupt. I can't. That is great. That is great. We can hop up our own investigation. Oh my that's god. Right. That's like that's and then the worst part is the chief encouraged you to do this. That's the worst part. So it's all it's all corrupt. It's already corrupt. That's a, that's a great that's actually honestly a really great idea. That's a really, really great idea. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyhow, is, any, is everyone back? All right. Let's get the plan in motion. You go into the bathroom. You got the bag of holding. 
Who's going in? I'm going in. Woo! Geronimo! You jump in. Going in. Dougie jumps in. Woo! Jump in. Going in. Woohoo! Basil jumps in. Each of you, when you're in the bag of holding, you're in your own little dimension. You're all by yourself. You're just floating there. You're like, ooh. It's like you're in outer space. There's nothing else around you. It's kind of creepy, but you do see a little area where you can open and try to get out. It's sort of like uh, sort of like floating inside of uh, water in the dark. That's what it feels like. And the air is kind of stale in here, but... You know, it's not it's not too bad. It's not some place you'd want to stay for a long period of time. Okay, what's the plan, Lomang? Yeah, so the plan is to get a tray, get some coffee, get some uh, croissant chocolate, uh, some and bring and put it on a tray, and then with the uh, cloth, the uh, t- bar towel, you know, over the arm, like a server, and head over to the cage. Okay, you do all that. You're counting in your mind. You're like ten minutes of air, and then they die. Right, and then, and I'm trying to. I'm obviously avoiding the chef, and that, like anyone else who's going to ask me any, any kind of. I'm just doing this kind of like quickly and slyly when the mm-hmm. chef is busy doing something else. Yeah, well, luckily they're all preparing for dinner because yeah. it looks like they're getting ready for the main course, which is in about fifty minutes. So you're able to sneak in, get what you need quickly, just grab some coffees or something, get some. Sounds good. Sort of mix some things up. I get, yeah, I got a few things and a yeah, few yeah. like some for the cage employees too. Yes. So you get up to the cage with your tray, looking all debonair, with your bag hidden somewhere that no one <laughs> can see. I wonder where oh, he right. he hid it. Mm, down his pants, perhaps. Oh, mm. On my tail. <laughs> the only place to be secure. What do you That's do? True. It's the fanny pack of holding. Jason McDonald is playing Basil Blackfeather, a Tengu empiricist investigator. It's the fanny pack of holding. There you go. Compliments of Mr. Carlisle. Uh, some some uh, refreshments for you and for the uh, for the wall guards. All right. So the the woman in the cage opens up and she looks at you and it's like, hmm. She looks you up and down. It's like, can, can I see your ID? Can't be. Can't be sure. There's sure, so much I, show, I show her my ID. She was like looking at your ID, and she's like, oh, okay. Just making sure, you know, after all that commotion. But, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah that's Have a coffee. Cool. Here, take a Oh, croissant. thank you, thank you. That's nice of you. Yes, yes. I start passing them out and walking around. And, okay, well, and they then... let you in. You go you go through. You get to, to whoops, you get back to the, the door. You go downstairs. I do. You open up the door. And you are through, and you're now in the stairwell. What do you do? Do you want to keep going downstairs, or you're in the stairwell? Actually, I'll move you to the other map downstairs. Hold on. Move you all at the same time. Where's the... Oh, you have another map? Big old map. Lomang, you are now downstairs in the stairwell, going downstairs. What do you do? You can move your character where you want to be. Okay. Uh, I, I am going to... I do... I am going to stealth. Um... And sort of peek around this corner, see what I see. Okay, you stealth. You are super quiet. Holy crap, your stealth is excellent. Yes, it is, because I'm a master thief. Oh my god, you have <laughs> really good stealth. I know I do. Um, <laughs> you look around, and from what you can the corridor, so it is 20 feet wide, about 100 feet long, and... Um, well, yeah, it's about 100 feet from where you are. 
Um, you know the vault is to the southeast, and the coast is clear for now. Really? The coast is clear? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's actually quite quiet down here, like, very quiet. All right. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quietly keep going. I'm going to have my tray, so, like, you mm-hmm. know, if someone... So, wait, what's that do I see to my immediate left over there? Is that um, a door? If you go, yeah, to your, to your left, this is a wall. Uh, to the e to well to your left i'm gonna go east so uh to the west is the wall to the east there is a um a door and you know that that is uh the counting room that's like where they you know literally count all the money Mm. and convert all the chips from the cage upstairs and then put it into the vault so and the and the uh and the okay and the vault is further southeast yes Yes, the vault is further southeast. And there's also a door right here to the north, uh, down the corridor. Which is what? That leads into the break room. So you you were aware of this. Okay. So this door to the... Yeah, see that that one right to the northeast, that leads to the break room. And then this door to the... Down the corridor leads to the counting room. room. So right now it's very... And the vault is way down to the south. Okay, so I'm going to be very quiet. Okay. It's tricky to be quiet on these stairs because you know it's all hard. Like, is this is this stairs though? No, not stairs. Actually, I meant uh, it's actually tricky to be quiet in this hard linoleum tiled you know chamber that's obviously purposely made so you can very easily hear people walking. For security reasons, Lomang is a master thief. I'm a master thief, and I and and if and if I if they hear me, it's like no big deal because then they'll come out and be like, "Oh, here's your I got a tray stuff." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, but I'm just trying to see what I can see before that, so okay. I look around this corner, peek. Okay, you peek around the corner, and in front of you, to the east, ten feet in front of you is a wall, and there's a wall with a um, a five foot opening, uh, obviously for security reasons. Then within that room, there's a ten a twenty foot by twenty foot room. And in front of the 20-foot tall door, <laughs> the vault door, is two casino guards, elite guards, standing at attention. Um, these guys do not seem like they are fooling around. They do not see you as you are stealthy. It's peeking around and there's a door, uh, doorway in front of you, so they don't see you. And that doorway is five feet Five feet yeah, wide. that's just a five foot okay. doorway. So it looks like this is obviously security measure. So it's like, in theory, I don't know, maybe a gate can come down and trap you in there. But there is, uh, yeah, there's like, it's like, you know, those jeweler places. You know, it's like there's a there's a room before the room. So, yeah. Is there a closed door in that doorway? No. Or it's a, it's just open. open. Yeah, it's just open. Okay. There's no door you sh- okay. that you're aware of. All right. I'm going to retreat back here. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna signal them to to come out of the bag. Hey, you like tap them on the head. Yeah, be quiet. Bink, be quiet. Bink, bink. You guys are all in the hallway. And I quickly say I say I, I give them the layout of what I saw exactly and quickly in, in hush tone. I also say I'm worried about this break room and this count room. Like I think maybe a cloud kill uh, in that hallway so that if the alarm gets raised from our fighting noises, they're they're gonna run out into a hall filled with cloud kill. That's going to mess them up. That sounds good to me. I could do two. Yeah, and then cloud kill. And Fore then and aft. Right, exactly. 
And it also is it's good. It obscures us, so I'm ready. There's a five-foot doorway. It's going to be an issue. I mean, we could all get back into the bag. Like, you could cloud kill this, this, this hallway first. We can get back in the bag and get through that five foot, and then we can all come out again. As I'm giving them refreshments, maybe. Um. How long does cloud kill last? Uh, it lasts a while. Here, hold on, let me find out. One minute. Do you have to concentrate on it? Yes. No, it does not. Actually, no, it does not. It just sort of moves. Yep. Duration, one minute. Range, uh, 120 feet. Three actions. But Uh, it moves... 20 foot burst. Yeah, but it does move 10 feet away from you. Right. Based on where you are. Right. So you can't really go that fast because it only moves 10 feet at a round. Uh, I actually looked this up. Well, what if he what if he casts it in that in that hallway and then and then leaves the area? Well, yeah, it moves wherever. Then nothing happens. It, it, it he has to be it just stays there. Yeah, right? Yeah, it'll just stay there. Well, that's yeah, fine. I'm, think, I'm thinking stay something there. like here. Let, let's let's plot this out a little bit. Say I'm here, over here uh, on the west wall. So diagonally, if I cast it uh, south. Uh, DM, is this right? That it will, uh, by going away from me, it will go east. It'll hit the wall and go east. This 20-foot emanation. Uh, yeah, the it, way just, it, goes, it goes 10 feet away from you every time. So if it starts here, then it would go there. It's just going to keep going. So it goes directly away from you, so it's going to just stop against the wall. Like, like would, it, would it hit the wall and then move along the wall east, or does it vanish at the wall? No, nah, it just stops. It, you actually it have to direct it. It's like you have to literally... It's going to go away from where you are, so if you want it to go the, to the east, you're going to have to stand, like, to the west to push it. Okay. Like, you actually... it's. I did triple-check this with my buddies at Paizo. That is how it works. Obviously, you're in a kind of a corridor, so it's a little pain in the ass. Like, if you're in a big room, it's kind of easy to direct. Because you just stand, you know, you stand away from it, and it goes away from you. In a room I, like this, you kind of got to direct it. Okay, so I think what I want to do is, I, is I'd want to... Like, where are... Like, uh, it, like, I, like, I have a mental map of that little square from having seen it myself. Uh, where are the guards exactly, Lomang? They're exactly uh, by the standing in front of the vault door. Exactly standing in front of the vault door, like because these are ten. That's foot what squares. I saw, right? They were right there. Yep, they're standing in front of the vault door. The vault is about thirty feet to the east of where the wall stops. So it's that the thing that, that worries me is that five foot thing where he said maybe something could come down from there and like I feel like we should all be in the room before that thing comes down because otherwise we're fucked oh like it like uh, yeah because because I was worried about that too like if, if these guys raise an alarm and what and then all because of panic doors come down or something like that and then, yeah and yeah all like, of, all at least crazy that five foot thing yeah and, and I worry about the break room and the other thing I'm thinking just put a cloud kill in that corridor leave it there and then let's go fuck them up yeah I was thinking this is what I was thinking I was thinking Fireball, dumb uh, for, rush. First, first three, first round, three round action. Try to drop, a, try to drop a cloud kill on their paws as much as possible. How, how good is cloud kill though? What does it do exactly? Uh, yeah, let, let's 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 go let's go over everything. This is very important. It could just um, it could be worthless, right? It, it could is be like... uh, it is sixty eight poison damage to each creature that starts its turn in the spells area. 
There you go. That's what that's it does. All it, that's what it does? Yep. I mean, is that potentially just 68 and then they zoom out? Like they, they, well, they bug out in one in, turn? Perhaps, but keep in mind that they're all... Well, the good and the bad news is that everyone in the, in the cloud is concealed. So if you then... It, it's one of these, like, it's... it's this is just my opinion. <laughs> Do whatever you want. You drop it on them. It's good, but now everyone has a twenty percent mischance of everyone in cloud kill. Actually, you know what? You, you, that, this is a, that you have a very good point there. Um, your melee attacks, like your attacks, what kind of damage are we talking about from all of your attacks, Dougie and Loma? A lot of damage. We can we can come up with a lot. Uh, I mean, it's going to be a fight because because if because if if uh, like sixty eight is actually like yeah, I think I'm I think I'm I'm overestimating that because uh, the the more efficient way of going about it might be, uh, Lomang, you go and engage them with your with your tray of goodies and uh, and get in their physical presence and. Uh, we just beat the fuck out. We just beat them up. Like, yes. like immediately start Bums attacking. Rush. Bums rush. Right. <laughs> yes. Bums rush. And immediately engage in melee. And and I and I cloud kill like you're saying down the hall the opposite direction to take care of anybody that might hear the ruckus. Yeah, and I think that stragglers in those rooms are probably low level nothings. So right. Like right. 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 That really fuck that. them up. Right. And, and right. like that, they're not going to even want to go into that. See, I'm afraid of them running out of those rooms and going upstairs. Like we, that's the right. last thing we want. Right. So, we right. Block right. so, so I should actually it. cloud kill behind us. Yes. And and try to take them out the old-fashioned way. Basil, what do you think of that? While you guys think about that, uh, Dougie's going to look at the lock, and he's going to see if he can put in a piece of chewing gum into the keyhole. Oh, uh, disable device. Just de- I'm going to disable device. Uh, uh, although, I don't know. Can I do it so that if I know how I disabled it, then... Wait, what lock are you talking about? Uh, the, the, the lock that goes back upstairs. You will uh, have to go all the way back up the stairs to do that. But yeah, yeah. I mean. Wait, wait. What, no, no, upstairs. no. I'm just talking about the doorway that goes upstairs. That doorway. I the, there, there's no, there's there's no, no door. doorway from down here there's that goes no upstairs. But, but we do have two doors, one to the counting room and one to the break room. Correct. Those two doors, if you could disable device on those two doors... That would lock in any uh, any jokers that are in there would get locked in by that, and that would be very good for us. Uh, ping the map where that is, just so I know. Oh, that one? Uh, yeah, like because hypothetically there there are are witnesses and alarm raisers sure. on those doors. That if you disable device on those doors, lock them in. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, and I can I can actually help you with that. I can do the other one. You do one, I'll do the other. That's theory, right? Actually, and if you do that, never mind the cloud kill. Just if you if you're successful in that, I think maybe we, we, both we just we just both. yeah we, we just try to take out take out the two guards in front of in front of the, the vault door quickly. But are you thinking the uh, go in the bag thing, and then you guys come out of the bag when I'm in their proximity? Honestly, I was thinking, uh, like I was thinking, just charge in more more yeah, along the lines in. of like more more along the lines of if you if you approach them uh, with your tray. To give them the treats that you're that you're going to give them, and then uh, we come behind the corner. Maybe I do a deception to try and get it to try and get some surprise action, and uh, it's it's like an old school like old school uh, uh, movie. 
you know, where yeah, we're lighting their cigarettes and we're getting their exactly backs to face exactly, and, us. and then and yeah. then we're, and, and when and as the second that they look up and they say, "Who's that coming around the corner?" You clock them, right? All right, but let's address this nor these northern doors first. Yeah, I think I think Daddy, that's a great idea. Uh, disable device on both those doors and jam shut. Um, I'm gonna do that. Well, man, I don't know if you have master. T- uh, th- I've got special tools. Oh, do you? Yes, he does. All right, so you very quietly you want to jam that door. Yes. All right. And and I guess well, you In probably fact, you know what? No, 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 no. Okay. I want to jam the far door first. Well, okay. Okay. Because that's further away from the yeah, the counting room door. Yeah. Okay. If there's first any counting or stealth. something. All right, so you're very quietly stealthing down the hallway. I'm creeping by on my tippy toes. Okay, you seem to be very light <laughs> on your feet. You pull out your tools, and you think you jammed it at least for a little while, at least to slow them down. And do you go back to the other lock? Indeed I do. And you walk down the hallway, and ooh, you, you are stealthing so well that even Lomang and Basil are worried that something happened to you because they can't even That's hear great. you. They're like... Is, is he You're okay? ethereal. He is went to the ethereal okay? plane. He's that slick. And then, um, yeah, you think you did a pretty good job. Wow, look at his two master thieves. <laughs> That's well, right. Well, well, who knew? Who knew bringing all these thieves to this uh, to this party? Thieves <laughs> on a heist. Who would have thunk it? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, you do it. Both of these doors at least are jammed for a while. Enough that you know. I mean, they could probably break yep. them down if they wanted, but you got uh, you got time on your side at least for them, uh, at least for a little while. So good job. And do you, uh, want, do you want maybe actually maybe when we're leaving, we can put a cloud kill down. I'm just thinking. I'm just worried these guys getting out and raising the alarm. Oh no, there's a fucking elevator in there. Shit. Uh, I I'm hoping <laughs> honestly. I'm hoping that we can kill these guards quietly and not raise the alarm at all. Yeah, and I, and yeah, I think that's, yeah, yeah. I think you have I, silence I, spell? I wish I did. Well, you know what? Each square here is five feet, so they are uh, the, 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 60, the, 70 feet away. And there's a the big square. Yeah, these are thick walls. Yeah, these walls are super thick. The big square, just, uh, are we saying this right? The big square is 10 feet and it's subdivided. Yes, that's correct. correct. Yeah, these are... I don't think sound is going to be... Do you have any wall spells, though? Unless there's magical noise. Do I? You do know that these walls are super-duper reinforced. I mean, these are literally... You're in a bank vault or a casino vault. You think you could probably set off a bomb down here and probably people might not hear it, so... Yeah, I think we're good. I think we're good. So, so I think I think we hide around the corner, and Blowbang, you give us you give us a signal. It's like it's right. like you go to yeah, you know, you're like doing a classic, you're doing classic. Go go to light their cigarette, drop the drop the lighter, and when they look down to where the lighter fell, you punch them in the face. You know, yeah, like you're doing yeah. one of those, and and like this, and like you give us some kind of signal that and we'll uh, that that you, when you've rolled initiative, and we come out and and join you. Oh, you'll, yeah, you'll, just just don't know. hit them until we hit them first that and and then uh line up behind me uh gomez you are uh mr white basil you are mr brown and dougie you're mr pink why do i gotta be mr pink (laughs) and gomez you guys should line up yeah get get in that you ready 
Okay, good. All right, I got my tray. I got my snacks. Let's do it. Hello. Uh, it's like it's like we've gone so back Too and late. forth on all of our plans. Low Mang is. It's like they're, they're gonna they're gonna the be a DS now. Low Mang is uh he's they both uh the guards both of them snap to attention. They look at you and say. Oh. I say compliments on Mr. Carlisle. Uh, he's treating everyone after the uh, unpleasantness we had earlier today, earlier in the evening. Here, enjoy these refreshments: coffee and donut. Mmm. We look at each other. They're like, "Well, we're not supposed to uh, eat on the job, as you know." Ah, oh, it's just it's wafer thin. Okay. Well, yeah, take sure, one. Sure, and uh, they take uh, take a donut and take some coffee, and they're like. Well, man, are you flanking right. them? You better be. I can't. Their backs are against the wall. God damn it. And so then I uh, I dropped the tray by accident. Whoops. Clang, clang, clang. And right, that's, gonna, that's the signal. Okay, and, I, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hop out. I'm going to hop out and attack. Yeah, we roll for combat. So mean. Roll for combat. All right. Well... Let me number the casino bouncers. Oh, I love that they're going first. Elite casino bouncers. Well, they're not going first. Uh, okay. Casino bouncer number one, who's next to Lomang, spends all of his actions to bend over and help you up and get the, uh, the pastries get the and the food off the floor. Dazzles up. All right, I'm going to have my bow ready. Yep. Because I don't want, if they're going to drop a cloud kill, I don't want to be in the middle of it. So I'm going to step down until I can see. I can get a firing solution on number one from here, right in the hallway. And I'm going to devise a strategy. Okay. You shoot and misses by a mile. All right, well. Bounces off the, uh, (laughs) bounces off the side. Lomang, you're up. Delay your action. Delay my action, okay. You hear from you hear screaming, delay your action! It's like, jig is <laughs> pretty up. Much. It's pretty <laughs> much. You're up, Dougie. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's going to take me two actions to get here. Two nice. actions to get up to Lomang. And, yeah, these guys have, they're in the corners. They literally are un- impossible to flank. Yeah, uh, so I'm going to use my rapier on one of them. Well, on the one oh, I roll a one, and I fail. Lomang, it's not going, it's not going it's not according to plan. plan. Uh, uh, Nothing ever does. <laughs> At least you, you're like, okay, here we go. All right, here we go. Here we go. All right, uh, first action. <laughs> Crane stance on. Right. Second action, I activate my key. My, uh, not my key, my um, Heaven's Thunder. The crackling energy. Yeah, it's, and then I crane and I attack. Attack the guy in front of me. Oh, look at that. Is that a crit? Crit? Is that sneak attack damage count also? Flat footed? No. Mm, you know what? I'll say he is flat footed because he was bending over, he wasn't paying attention. So you do a whopping. So everything's doubled, right? So that eleven's actually why is it doubled? For for crit, no? No, you didn't crit. 
Oh, you barely okay. hit him. <laughs> Thirty-six oh, is like all right. Uh, no, you have to be in the forties to crit, buddy. Uh, okay, so that the, is a uh, you hit with a fourteen points of damage. It's actually plus ten, so twenty-four. Why plus ten? Because of my uh, my thunder strike. Oh, what's that do? Heaven's thunder. Uh, it does half my level in sonic damage and half my level in electric wow, damage. Wow, I need to add that. Uh, okay, so it's, it's from that new. It's from the thing from this. It's only for this from this. Yeah, uh, oh yeah. No, I, I remember. Damage. I didn't. I just have to add it to your attacks. Okay, good job. Boom. Okay. Okay. Now, now jig is up. Dougie has a response. Yes. Yeah. To that attack, yes. to that hit, he is going to um, take an opportune uh, attack. Uh that's a 30. 30. A Even a though crit. he's flat-footed. Miss. Gosh, that is a bummer. Well, right, they are attack. elite guards. Oh, wait, do you have another action? I do. Okay. I have my flurry. Gets two attacks. Second attack. Miss. You roll the 20 for 30, and you two miss. Elite casino bouncer number two goes. He jumps to attention. He looks at Dougie. The first thing he does, intimidating stare. Ooh. <laughs> He's like, who are you? Okay, he does an intimidation check against your will, DC. Ugh. Oh. No, no, no. That's not how it works. I roll, and I will give you the intimidation. Let's see. It is a d20 plus his intimidation. Yeah, I'd rather you roll. What is what is your will save? Should be plus 17. So if he gets a 27 or higher, you will be at least demoralized. We'll see what happens. I roll a 39. Uh, that's a critical success. So you are... Let's see. What does that do? Demoralize. So I don't get a... Uh... No. I think it's... A That's couple weird. levels okay. of it. So it's right. a couple levels of fear. These two levels of fear. Well, this is how it works. These are. It's a roll against your flat will, and so your will is just your will plus ten. That's it. And it's his. It, you do the same thing if you did it against him. You are frightened too. Okay. Which will be the minus two to pretty much all your attacks for a while. So that's the first thing that happens. And then he does the same thing to Lomang. 39 to low that's, really, that's really funny. He got exactly <laughs> the same roll. Um, okay. He literally did nothing except flex at both of you guys, and you are now both frightened too. And he, did the Henry, he did the Henry Cavill fist thing from the Mission Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. He, did, he cocked his fists, ready to go, and you're like, oh, man, we're in trouble. Gomez, you're up. All right, first action move. I think 25 gets me here. I think 25 gets me to bat. 25 gets me behind Basil. And uh, how loud is a fireball? Is it, is it likely that anybody's going to hear it? I don't the, think it The jig it. has been up, so I don't think... All right. <laughs> so fire, fireball on their paws. Can I have the, the, the fancy fireball thing? 
Boom. Uh, just like that. You, on everybody. You don't have any... Uh, you don't, you don't have is, any direct spells? <laughs> that is a direct uh, spell. That is a direct spell. And uh, and that is that is heightened five... Oh, this is such a bad idea. Oh, wait, you have you can five, make a save uh, and, and, and avoid all yeah, of yeah, that. Yeah, what are you complaining about? Hit that I button. I have that yet. I'm complaining about because they're going to make their saves no matter what. Where is... This could be a joke. Where is my heightened fifth level fireball? They there still is. take damage. Though. It is. If you look, it is um, three dash five fireball. See, all all right, here we go. Ooh, forty points of damage. Not bad. That's definitely above average. Ten d six. Good job. All right, let's have uh, Casino Bouncer number one make his reflex save first. What's the DC for that? Fail. The DC is 29. And then Casino Bouncer number two makes his reflex save. Oh, he makes it. So Casino Bouncer number one takes 40 points of damage. It's not looking too good. That's the one right next to Lomang. And then the one to the north only takes 20. And now it's Lomang's try <laughs> and Dougie's try. I, I don't I don't what's that ability called? Is it called evasion or something? Do you have it? I don't think I have it. Well, right, I guess we're gonna find reflex. out. Just do the reflex save. Oh! We'll say it in there. Reflex save evasion. Successes or critical successes instead. Dougie takes no damage. Now here's the thing. Does fear affect yes, that? But you still you only have to make your success is critical success. Lomang! <laughs> I got bad news for you, buddy. Take 40 points of damage, buddy. Ugh. And wait, let me double check the... Let me check Let me one thing, actually. Um, does demoralize. Does frightened... That should know. Frightened to all your checks and DCs. So you actually roll... Wait, doesn't say saving throws, though. That's a check. Um, so you roll a 19, so you critically fail, and Lomang, you'll take 80 points of damage. Uh, oh my god, that's hilarious. Hero Unless point. you, uh, hero point that. Hero point. What did I fucking roll? You rolled a, uh, you rolled a three. A three on the die. So don't roll a three. There's still a two or a one out there for you. And on that note, if it's possible to edge point the alarm not being raised to the, to the entire establishment, then we're doing that if we have to worry about that. Okay, well, so far it's only been not even six seconds. So. Right, it's very quick. All right, so well, let's try that again. Okay, let's try that very like, safe so you don't take 80 points of damage. Jeez. 37. There we go. 35. So now not you bad. went from 80 points of damage to 20. 20. 20. What's, uh, what's Path to Perfection? Wait, wait, wait. Is that that's not for, a that's for Will save? That's for his Will oh, okay save. for Will. Okay, is that did Dougie take any damage? No, no. But yeah, because, they, you, because as a master yes. thief, no master thief. If you make your save, it counts as a critical success for area of effect attack. You have you have evasion, evasion, oh. yeah, evasion's huge. It's nice. Well, and oh. each of you have your own version. Lomang has Will save evasion, which means if he succeeds, he critically succeeds. You have. Reflex evasion. Reflex evasion. So, right. Okay. So you each have your own type. Casino Bouncer number one goes. Who just got a face full of nasty. He's like, what is this? What is this? How dare you? Punch, punch, fist. Punch it, you low man. Right. Is he a monk 24. also? I guess he's a monk also, huh? Oh, 
know, he's a guard. <laughs> they, they're masters of uh, unarmed combat. Unarmed combat gonna attack yeah. you again. Are you doing anything with the second attack? Uh, I am. I'm going to use my, my crane flutter. You're going to press the button? Yeah, hold on. Where is that? I'll stick to crane kung fu. Hey! <laughs> oh! That's a critical miss. All right, I attack. Oh, do you get to attack if he misses? I do. Ah, well, you missed. You rolled 21. And uh, actually, that's a critical miss. And then he punches you again. Uh, 30. But your AC is down to, so he finally hits you. 19 points of damage. Ooh. And he is done. Basil, you're up. All right. First up, I'm going to devise a stratagem against number one. 35 um, looks pretty good. good number. In that case, Basil mutters a few things under his breath, and the arrow on his bow starts to glow a little bit. I am going to use Enchanting Arrow from my Arcane Archer nice. dedication, which will do an additional 2d6 of mental damage. And he's got to make a save to avoid being stunned. What? That's cheating. It's magic. <laughs> AKA it's magic. cheating. It's magic, motherfucker. <laughs> okay. What was that movie? Nice. All right, well, you hit, and you do 14 plus... Oh, my God. 12 is 26. Damn. I'd get... The, it's not a crit, so I wouldn't get the 7. No. And then 2d6 of mental damage. Well, does he do a save? I think he takes the damage either way. The save is for stunned, but let me double-check that. Okay, 2d6? 2d6 of mental damage on top of the other damage. Enchanting arrow. Five more points. Uh, or no, there's actually no save, but it's on a critical hit. The target also becomes stunned one. Okay, so it's There's just... actually no save, but it's only the stunned is only on a critical. Okay, you hit him and so did... 31, 31 damage yes. total. Good job, he's still up. <laughs> and unfortunately, that was a two-action shot and devised a strategy with my third action, so I'm done. Okay, well, you hit, so it was worth it. Dougie, you're up. You're frightened. I will press on. Um, let's do the uh, devil attack. Start with the Mongosh. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's, you uh, roll a 34, 34, and you still hit. Look at that. Oh, no more goodness. sneak attack, though. So just minus 13. 13 points yeah. of damage. And rapier. Poor guys. Oh my lord. 32. 32. You had 14 That's points a hit? of damage. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, and I might as well do a rapier three. Oh boy. This is fishing. Oh man. Push your luck. This is this is gonna never gonna hit. Oh, you're pretty close though. That was 27 though. Yeah, but it was still very close. You missed. What did I roll? What did I roll? I rolled a 19. <laughs> Holy moly! Oh, you a lot of minuses, yeah. So much. Uh, well, a nat All 20. Right. Well, the good you know. news is your frightened goes down to one at the end of your turn, as you like. You're starting to shake it off. Okay, that's good. So now, now you just might as one everything. Uh, low man, you're still frightened too, though, because you're you're scared. You're scared. I am scared. All right. So to compensate for my being scared, I activate key strike, and the hands glow white with divine energy as I attack. Key strike one attack. Here we go. Whoa, look at Wait a minute. Oh, yeah, Just, wow. That would have been so good, except a 40 minus 2 
It's a 38. So it's a hit, but 29. Actually, 39. 39. 30? All, every attack is plus 10. Every attack? Forever? Every attack. Well, yep. once you activate well, it. Right, it, it activates and it lasts until the end of this turn, then it got activated again. Oh, I see. Wow. It's really strong. If that doesn't kill him, I haven't. A response oh to my that. God, look at that! You rolled a six, a five, a six, and a five. It, it's really the whole reason why I took this this line. I mean, it's got other cool stuff. This uh... he's still standing. <laughs> okay, uh, Doug, I'm he not, has wait, oh, yeah, he did. thirty-nine yeah, go, go points of damage, and he is still standing. And oh, does a my crit. God. Not, oh, not for yeah. long. <laughs> Actually, it's thirty-eight though. Oh. God. It's a 39 crit. It's 39. It doesn't matter. He's it's still a net crits. 20. Yeah, it's, a crit. uh, it's for 30 points of damage. Uh, uh, I've saved the day. <laughs> the day is mine. <laughs> and you're, you, this is only round two. So you guys are flying. This isn't 12 bums seconds. Rush, yeah. Yeah, you, this is literally the definition of bums rush. Um, Gomez is only so, going once. Beauty is its simplicity. <laughs> Um, well, so, hold you're on. still up, low man. Yeah, so, like, the weird thing is I was in the middle of my flurry, so I think that the second attack of flurry goes away, it right? Goes away. So, so that's yeah. one action yep. gone. Yeah. Next action, I move there. Okay. And... You run up to the other guard. <laughs> right, and I attack him. Oh, that's not even fair. This is actually, doesn't count as a key strike, but it will count as just my second attack, so. Okay. That's, that's a miss. That's a big old, that's a critical Turn. miss. Over. Well, now you're frightened one. Casino bouncer number two goes. Seeing this, he's like, <gasps> Doug! Doug! You knocked out Doug! Who are you? Uh, he's angry. He's angry at you. I'm just the cook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he misses! He punches you and he punches you again and he misses. Oh my kung fu! It's and he punches you again and critically oh, misses. Oh, Oh wow! Your kung fu. Girls of one. Is it very good? Wow! He misses, critical misses, and critical misses. He's trying to punch me of all people. How dare he? That's... You know, I don't know what's going on here. I think I think the tables have turned. Maybe maybe you guys should be master thieves instead of uh, instead of cops. The thought has crossed my mind. <laughs> Gomez, you're up. It's all your second round. It's amazing. Yeah, I gotta figure out where I want to place myself here. He's dropping to the fireball. That worked out so <laughs> no, well don't, last don't time. <laughs> Boom! Hit him, hit him with the hind instead. Hit him with the lightning bolt. Hit him with the hind. Here, that's 25. Now, would a line attack hit... It'll hit uh, him. Hit, um... Just hits him. Well, man. No, one. no, he, no. Man. No. Nope. It'll only hit him. Yes. Okay, good. So, in that case, uh, fifth level hydraulic torrent. Oh, boy. I turned Blast the, him into turn the water. Turn the, turn the hose on. God. You seem to be on fire. Here, let me put that out. <laughs> it's just like, what are you doing? What are you doing? This poor guy. There it is. Bomb there it is. Rush. Four, four, five is the. Yes. Uh, yes, it yes. is. Okay, so the fifth level, wow. 39 points of damage. Again, above average for 10d6. Uh, fortitude saving throw this time. Let's see. Here we go. Ooh, he makes Of course it. he makes it. Uh, well, he still takes half damage, so he still takes 19 points of damage. 
and he's soaking wet. And he gets smashed into the wall. Doesn't do anything. He just can't go back anymore. He's like, Aah! and you're done. Is that a barred gate behind him? What? No, that's, that's, the, the, that, that's the vault. That's the door. vault. Okay, because I can see through like the vision, the way it is. Oh, yeah, you know why? Because I, I didn't put the I didn't put the door back. Sorry. Got it. Okay. Beep. First there. That first uh, first action. <laughs> okay. I'm going to reposition so I can get a better shot at him. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to devise a stratagem. Okay. There's a lot of cover there, but... Ooh, you rolled a three. Um, you got a hero point, I think. I'm just going to... There's no way you're going to hit him. No, I know. I'm just going to eat it and cast shield instead. Okay. Shield it is. Well, I mean... Uh, Ducky's up. Yeah. I, I want to save the hero point in case we need it for a heist stuff. Yeah, definitely. No, actually, the session's almost over. That's true. That's action. right. That's what I was saying. You know what? Can I go yeah. ahead and hear a point that out? Oh, that's all? awesome. Good. Yeah, because my inclination yep. is really thematically we should be just taking them taking them down as quickly it's as possible. It's kind of meta game, but okay, much It's not better. meta game at all. It, no, that's the whole point. Like you're supposed to get a lot of them. So okay, it works so better a... for the story too because we're because we really have to take them down very quickly, so quickly yep. that maybe they yep. didn't get a good look at them. So you hit. All right, uh, so that's a hit. Yep, you hit. And... Probably not a crit. So uh, no, not a crit. But you but I get hit. Uh, nineteen damage. Nineteen damage, and he wasn't hit before. I thought he took forty. Well, from the fireball. Oh, he took twenty. He he made a save. Um, now Dougie's up. So oh, he got a fireball. He got soaking wet. He got hit in the head with a bonk arrow. <laughs> He's like, hey, hey. He's like, left and right people are like ganging up on this guy and banging him on the head and the butt. <laughs> I'm going to do a skirmish strike. 18, Five foot step. And seconds have gone by. Hit him. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh, man. Dougie. Not fire. Dougie. Doggy, doggy. Oh, looks like looks like they'll need some more FBI guys. <laughs> Fifteen points of damage. Okay, and now I'm going to do the uh, the double attack. Start with the main gosh minus five. Even though you're minus one, yeah, you no, it hits. You're all wow. thirty-one hit and uh, eleven rapier. points of damage. Oh, that misses. That was a lot of damage, oh, too. 28 dang, misses. Dang. Well, you have a hero point, I think. Yeah, might as well use it. All right. Oh, well. Miss. Okay. Um, and your frightened goes away. You're no longer frightened. What is the uh, symbol that's on Dougie right now? I got a poop symbol on me. You have the key. Oh, that's what the key means? <laughs> yeah, the key is. I don't have a good symbol for the key. All right, so I'm uh, still frightened one. Yes, you're still frightened one until okay. the end of this turn. All right, so I'm activating my Heaven's Thunder again. That's one action. And let's flurry again. i got to make a sound effect for that. So it, like, crackles thunder. Yeah, like a lightning strike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to do that. Get the, get the uh, sound effects from uh, Big Trouble with China. Yes, I will. <laughs> they all come from Kung Fu movies. Oh, there we go. my <laughs> lord. Oh, you hit. Dougie has a response for that. Oh, God, he hits for 11 points. Oh, no, 22, 20, 21. 21. Oh, wow. oh my it's God. Coming. It's Dougie. Pinata party. <laughs> oh, my God. Dougie's hitting two. Well, okay, back to you, Lomang. <laughs> oh, oh that's, a that's a miss. And my last attack. Tell you, level 10. 
Level ten strong. It was a really, really strong level for me. That is, it's it's a it's a. I'm noticing this in other games. Uh, of all the levels, uh, going nine to ten, ten is like a big jump. Like I've seen, it was a huge jump a because I got jump. the I got the thieving and I got that plus ten damage thing. That's right. huge. He's like, he doesn't know what's going on, and he's seeing this, and he realizes things are going bad. He's getting out of town. He's gonna run away. I have a lawyer for that. Okay. What are you going to do? I'm using, I'm activating my reactive pursuit. Okay. So you're going to try so to I, follow I, him? Yep. I follow him. Yep. All right. Well, he gets to like here. He gets like down the hall and then he sees that you're following him and he turns around and punches you in the face. Ooh. So he could just, he could just move through us. Do you have, do you have reactive abilities? Actually, that's true. Why? Can, how could he move? Oh, he moved diagonal. He moved diagonal. Yeah, he, yeah, he moved, yeah. moved around. Us. He can. Um, he can. But you could do it too. No, right? I, I, my my reactive pursuit right. uses my reactive. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So I mean, if like you have attacks of opportunity, other things, I you know. can. But so yes, he can run right through you. But he he changed, he, can, he, he, he he stopped. He turned around. He punched uh, Low Mang in the face for nineteen points of damage, and he's done. And you could you can only use one reaction per round, right? Correct. Okay. So if you have like four, you're you're up. You're, you used it. Uh, Gomez, you're yeah, up. I have two. <laughs> All I have right. Three, so I go up to him. It's cloud kill time. Nope. Kind of cold. Okay. Well, I have bad news for you. He has an attack of opportunity reaction and punches you in the face as you cast your spell. Okay. I'll take it. Ooh. That's probably a crit, right? Oh, that's a crit. Yeah. Uh, 24 points of damage. Thank you. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Okay. <laughs> and then Cone of Cold. 20, 24, you say? Yes. And then you Cone of Cold him in the face. It doesn't disrupt you. Oh, wait, it might, because he critted you. If the attack is a critical hit and the trigger was a manipulate action, then you lose your spell. Was it manipulate, though? Yeah. 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 So that's, that is a minute. That is horrible. Yep. So so I lose both actions. So I'm done. It's only when he crits. It's only a crit. It's very rare. So not um, when you're attacking uh, him because it, Gomez's AC is low. Yes. I don't know. He just ran right next to him. But anyhow, Basil, you're up. Okay. As can a free you, action, you, I drop my bow. Can you grab a hold of him? Can you grab? I him? could. In theory, I could. Action him. one, I'm going to draw him. my sword cane. Action two, I'm going to move. I'm assuming he doesn't have a second attack of opportunity, so I'm going to move to flanking. Okay. And I'm going to attack. Ah. Maybe you should not have left that corner. Uh, just misses. 29. Well, plus flanking. two for flanking. 28. Yeah, 29. You need a 31. So you just missed. Ugh. All right. That's three actions. Dougie's up. I hate this. But you you hate flank they, with me. You hate when they run away? <sighs> Yes, I do. Well, that's why I took that feat, is because now if they run away, they can follow them and hopefully knock them out. Just run up to him and grab hold of him so he doesn't run away. Well, yeah, but then I got to catch him. Uh, One, two, three, four. It'll take you two actions to get to him. You can put yourself anywhere you want. Flank flank him, though. Six. You can go there and flank him with um, Gomez. With me. I can't okay. reach there in one turn. No, you're gonna need two turns to get him. You're on top of. You can't get to him in one turn because Gomez, you're standing. I'm get there with two actions, and that's. It's gonna take two actions for you to get next to him. It's simple as that. Simple as that. 
There you go. You got flanky, you got sneak attack, everything you could possibly want. Mm hmm. Gives me sneak attack, too. And I'm a rogue, and I get sneak attack damage also. Yeah, but. God damn. I just. He's not going to make it far, because with my ability, he's gonna he is going to get followed by me. And I can. He, I he's can, actually pretty wounded now. We might just be able to take him out. Yeah, I think we can take him turn. out. All right. Um, if you don't take him out, I'll think about grappling. Okay, so one movement gets me here. No, that's two movements gets you there. You can't get to him in one movement. It's impossible. I, I'm not trying to do that. If I can just finish you can't, my sentence. Okay, but you can't stand on top of below. Do you see Gomez is right there? You can't stop. You can't stand on top of Gomez. There's Man, a wall of people. I can't front. move no, there. You can't do a hard corner. corner no. God oh, I damn thought that it. Was Fuck it. All right, I'm, I'm gonna move here. Okay, you don't get flanking there. I don't care. Well, it's a shame because oh, if you had Flanky, you would have crowned either. him. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you would have done, if with Flanky, you would have done insane. You would have done 41 points of damage, but instead you do 10. You would have done 48 points of damage, I think, or more, with the deadly and all that other stuff. You hit 10 points of damage. Well, well yeah, I'm done. Lomang, you're up. You, uh, you want to and... try to hit him twice, knock him out, and then with the yes. last one, grapple. Yeah. Yeah, the problem is it's going to be a negative 10, or a negative 8. I'm going to, um, I am going to actually use a my second key point for key strike. So let's try and do lower load here. I don't, I'm not feared anymore, right? No, it's all gone. All right, there we go. Now we're talking. Yes! Now we're oh, talking. there you go, there you go. That hurts bad, because I get all of that. But so it's crit, right? Yes. So that's 27, 30, I do 60 damage. Awesome. That, that should do it. <laughs> really? Really. I believe, right? Uh, it's it's 27 it's... plus 6. Yeah, it is. That's 27 plus 6. Well, plus 3. Okay, so this is what happens. They're both knocked out. And so far, so good. Doesn't look like any alarms set off. Looks like that only took about 20, 24 seconds or so. They're both unconscious. What do you do? I say, I say we dra we try to open up the door and drag him yeah, into the vault. Drag him into the vault. At least drag him here. Let's okay. get him out of the hallway. You drag him into the hallway. In front of you is the door. Yeah. You have um, the key. Check for traps. <laughs> yeah, check for traps, definitely. Uh, I think I have a passive uh, gower. That, that's Mr. P. For, for the moment, life. I'm going to keep an eye on the hallway behind us. Okay. You look around, and so far you're like, all right, doesn't seem like there's, a, well, a direct trap. And I'm going to check also, because okay. I have TV right now, okay, too. Okay, you check. Neither of you, you spend a good amount of time, a few seconds, <laughs> and both of you say, okay, it's a huge vault door. It's 20 by 20. There's definitely not trapped. And we have the key. Yes. What do you do? Um, it's not trapped, so we open the, the vault door okay yeah you put the does key... the key look like it fits the, oh yeah the, the key the, totally okay. fits okay i'm not gonna like break it okay and, so and, and, a, and an alarm mechanism would count as a trap right yes yes there's no alarms right. nothing okay so okay okay so we open the door okay you put the key in the door you turn it nothing happens <laughs> no <laughs> what did we miss oh wait is there wait is there there's two keys or something right is that a thing I think that's what that's, that's the box inside. I thought the boxes had two keys, but the vault just had one. Uh, oh, oh you know Dougie, Dougie remembers, looks, he goes, oh, there's a certain sequence to unlatch the door and have it open. Oh, it's a puzzle. Okay, so we could do a puzzle. So we, we, we figure out a puzzle. All right, so thievery. 
Yeah, who has? Is thievery? that what it is? Yes. Yeah, yeah I have thievery. thievery. Mm-hmm. You can even, roll it. even with the key. You still have to pick the lock. You pick the lock with. You pick the key with. You pick the lock with the key. Dougie right. rolls a thirty-five. He figures wow. it out. It's twice counterclockwise, then once clockwise. Nice. And you are able to deduct the way to open the door. Do you open the door? Uh, yes, I do. The door opens. Basilisk. Wait, what? <laughs> and <laughs> the holder. Ah. So far, so good. You guys are out. The door is open. So far, so good. There's no alarm going off. I, I grab. We grab both bodies. Bring them inside. Yeah, yeah. We drag everybody inside. It, uh, okay. Uh, Christmas you, is okay. the time of miracles. Where you want to be, Dougie? You're in there. Lomang, where you go, Maz? Do you, do you have passive? Do you have passive? Check a trap. There's a trap. I feel like one of us should it. still watch the hallway. Just okay. Well, as you watch the hallway, as you walk into the vault to the northwest, you see a creature of some sort standing in the vault. Oh no, we didn't anticipate that. Boss monster. <laughs> this appears to be. A woman of some sort, a tall monstrosity of blood and steel, steps forth from what seconds ago was nothing more than a shadowy corner of the vault. The humanoid woman embedded in the center of bladed metal frame inclines her head in mock politeness. Freshlings, I bring you greetings from the perpetual gloaming. Might one of you be interested in allowing your bodies to be crafted into unique works of art? That is Skinsaw cult talk. Ha! <laughs> I might take her up on that. I like the sound That's of that. That's what that is. Is it like the Spider-Man costume that can be... She is ten feet tall... She appears to have the bottom part, well, pretty much the waist down is like Borg Queen. Like, she is, like, completely replaced. She has two gigantic... Yeah, it's in uh, Edgewatch handouts. She has two gigantic hands that are bigger than both of your heads. And she has three pointed blades coming out of her back. Wow, that's cool. And she's, she's 10 feet cyborg. tall. And she seems to be enjoying the exquisite pain and suffering that the mechanism is causing her. And she advances. That's <laughs> such gross. Sights to show you. <laughs> and then we'll stop there. <laughs> um, by the way, you don't believe that she has anything to do with anything that you've encountered she's not with wow. those other guys and she's not skin saw this is and she, and she, and she is she like a guardian of the vault you have or? no idea this is like you're like what the hell was going you know on what? here i i think i i think i formulated a uh, a theory i think that she, think? she's probably with the, the the magic user who was trying to get in here he created the diversion i mean they seem to run away really that, that's quickly. what i thought that, that would she's make sense. here for him i bet stealing yeah that's his what I, that's what makes sense like, his I, like thing. I thought, I thought this is like this, these are the other thieves. So there's more. We might be able to negotiate and be like, "Hey, look, we just want that. You take what you want, and we're out of here." Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking no negotiation. I think she's crazy. And yeah. it's just right. What is she? What do we have that she possibly wants? 
Our lives. Our lives. Blood. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, well, what we, how are we going to negotiate with that? We'll give them Basil. We'll give them Basil. I, I, think, I, think man, I think this is just cool boss monster. We fight a boss monster. I think yeah. That's what yeah. I need healing, by the way, so I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, you actually. And then the be- Gomez, and you didn't turn on your font today. No, I didn't. No. It's going to uh, it's gonna get messy. Eh, I got staff. I got scrolls. We got healing. That's true. You do have stuff. I need healing. But I, but I think ba- I think Basil I think Basil you should you should come in here we should close the door for privacy. <laughs> uh, I'm going to I'll be I mean when I I did think it was sensible to have somebody watching the absolutely hall, I no totally I totally agree I yeah. totally agree until you realize oh no curveball, she it's has sights she has such sights to show you yes, I'm looking such forward to this sights to see. And a shadow. She's a centibite, is what she yeah, is. Yeah, she's a centibite. She's she is literally. They have them in this world. But she is a centibite. <laughs> Without spoiling it, like they have them in this world, and that's what they are. That's what. Yeah, is. I mean, playing a shadow is rough because that's Zan Kuthan's domain, yep. and he he's, yep. he's 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 rough. Yeah, well, uh, Zan Zan Kuthan, oh, is, oh, that this has got Zan Kuthan all over it. That's yeah, like, yeah, this is like Zan Kuthan worshiper, like. Thing. I like I like Zankutan. Yeah, and they're all into this like pain. Zankutan is like the god of the Cenobites. Yes, like, he that's is. Yes. Whole jazz. This uh-huh. is whole jam. Or could it be a setup by one of the two gang leaders that now that they yeah, know or or I don't know, or, or, or Steve seems to be hinting or even staying outright that this is just something completely new and completely different, unrelated to anything. And it's like the phase spiders. Whatever. You break into a vault. There's something right, that's going right. to be that's there. True. Right, right. <laughs> that's exactly. true. Well, this is funny because you're right. The phase spiders. The boss exactly. Encounter. You know what it is? It's a boss monster encounter, and it doesn't. It doesn't. Well, it. as long as she leaves us, as long as she's leaving us alone, that's fine. I mean, after if we can beat her down and then she phases out, I have no problem with that. All of this stuff sort of blows our cover, though. Unfortunately, I do. I do actually. In hindsight, I do wish we took we took the ten minutes and actually had like did the disguise thing. So at least we have some plausibility for why we're not going to get ID'd for for this afterwards. But whatever, I don't care. Yeah, and we also have to figure out these uh, disabled doors that we disabled. We're going to have to undisable them, I think, because that's going to be odd that they're. Oh, maybe not. I don't know. Boss fight. Boss fight. <laughs> Boss fight. Boss fight. Boss fight. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Agents of Edgewatch. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at Discord.RollForCombat.com.